0: Hi, friends. Welcome back to the With Great People podcast. I'm Richard Kasparowski. With Great People is the podcast for high-performance teams. We have a special guest today. It is Satish Kamaseti. Satish is a young scrum master and psychology enthusiast. He's also an NLP practitioner. Satish is based in Hyderabad, India. Satish is here to share his experience with high-performance teams. To support this podcast, subscribe to my newsletter at kasparowski.com. Thanks for listening. So, hi, Satish. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Chad. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Will you um, introduce yourself to our listeners?
1: Yep. Uh, Hey, everybody. So this is Satish from, uh, located in Hyderabad, India, an Ang Scrum Master psychology enthusiast and an NLP, NLP practitioner with around uh, 30 plus certifications in project management, Agile, Six Sigma, and some other stuff, which made me a Scrum Master, I would say. So I'm a continuous le- learner who dedicates two hours in a day to learn something new, maybe reading a book or learning to cook, something new every day. I'll try that out. So um, I'm really excited to be here and thanks, teacher, for this opportunity.
0: Uh, My pleasure. So the way you introduce yourself, that's so fascinating. You're a continuous learner. You you set aside at least two hours a day to learn something new. How did that practice come about?
1: Um, When I started my journey as a scrum master, there is a lot um, lot of things I need to learn because I'm very much new into the industry. And it made me that if something is appearing or if there is some conflict which I couldn't handle, I thought of learning something else or something which is supportive to what I already have, which makes me a better person. So it started all from there. Wherein, If I don't understand something, let's say that I'll give you an example. Uh, some project manager came up when we are transforming transforming into Agile, saying that it's a RACI chart, RACI chart. So I was like, what is this RACI chart? And I used to go to the internet and see that what is a relevant course, so this information will help me up. And I used to dedicate two hours because... I couldn't do more <laughs> nine right. hours of work at the office and then, um, one to two hours in the gym and the rest of the work, I couldn't handle more than two hours. So I started doing it with one hour a day during the start okay. and then it slowly grew up. We didn't, it's, it's not necessarily like a course or a certification, but something new. Let's say that yesterday I saw a, a Ted video. And likewise, day before yesterday, I was learning something new from one of my, one of my friends. Uh, likewise every day i'll dedicate some time to learn something new that helps me continuously improve and that's how it came came up and it really helped me a lot so you, you see yourself improving day by day which is really a good thing like 365 days 2 hours a day which is like yeah. 700 plus hours and you are improving every single day wherein your chart is going up which is a good thing <laughs>
0: for all of us absolutely so that's a lot of a lot of learning in a year up to up to 700 hours of, of new learning mm-hmm. in a year just just by setting aside a little bit of time every day but yep it's a it's a good reminder for myself i think i i i used to explicitly make time for myself like that when i was uh, a younger a younger fresher tech tech guy uh mm-hmm. And I think I still do, but I don't think it's so explicit. So that that's really cool. And mm-hmm. you do a combination of reading, watching videos, finding things on the web, getting yep. and not
1: just background. that. Uh, I I am a gym. I'm mean, fitness freak. So uh-huh. um, I I gain lot of weight the <laughs> last six months. Yeah. So I'll work on myself. The two hours also includes creating a diet plan for me or something. Mm-hmm. I'll work on myself for a better tomorrow. If not okay. necessarily studying studying something else.
0: Right. Then you, uh, what are, what are some of your hobbies? Um,
1: gym is my favorite place. Yeah. I play cricket yeah. and um, I go to NGOs so or Saturday and Sunday, which is a lot of fun for me playing with the kids, and oh, cool. cycling and running All mostly right. towards the side of
0: fitness. <laughs> All right, so that's who is Satish. Now, um, I, I like to, I like this idea of a like a, a far vision statement for 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 ourselves or for our teams, like a like a headline or a slogan you could put on a poster with your face on with, like totally summarize who you are and, and and where you're heading. Do you have a, a vision statement for yourself like that? Absolutely.
1: Uh, the vision sh- statement I have for me is a guy who continuously explores and improves and sees the life in a new
0: with a new lens every day. Beautiful, thanks. And I can totally see that in the way you, you describe the things you do and the continuous learning. Mm-hmm. So this is the, the podcast about high-performance teams. How do you define high-performance team? Um,
1: it resonates with my recent statement. I'd say a high-performance team is something which is ready to change and ready to improve because... Mm-hmm. When you say that a team is high performance or you're doing things in, in X, Y, Z pattern and you're simply doing it, missions can also do that. But yeah. when you are seeing changes coming in your way or you want to do things in a better, better passion and you want to be unique uh, among the teams or among the other folks, you should always adapt and uh-huh. pivot according to the direction which helps you become better than today or better than yesterday.
0: Okay, so better than better than today, better than yesterday. Compared to yourself, compared to other teams, how do you, how do you know that, that one team is a high-performing team and um, another team is not so much? I,
1: I mean, if you ask me, I'd say that um, never try to compare yourself with the other teams. Like, there may be some conflicts with this. Few people may not like it. Okay. But I'd say, what are you today? What are you yesterday? Are you improving or not? Because my today... Maybe uh, if I'm comparing myself with Richard, I mean, I'm nowhere, I'd say. <laughs> because Richard, Richard traveled a lot of journey and he's knowledgeable and he did many things. He met many good people and he learned a lot, great wisdom and a lot, many things. And if I'm comparing myself with Richard, I have a lot of journey to cover. So it's always good. It's always good to take references from the other teams, but never try to compare yourself with others and feel demotivated or try to... Um, overtake them or something like that see what are you today and see what are you yesterday are you improving or are you doing better because we all have answers within our minds ourselves like are we really improving are we really doing good or what are what i want to be or what my team wants to be what we want to be as a team when i say that we want to improve we as a team so a team which continuously um continuously focuses on i mean improving and adapting to to the change a i mean um, a burning deal of doing something unique and being innovative being different is something which makes a team high performing I mean, that's what i feel
0: all right so really really about looking at yourself looking at y- yourselves as a team and making mm-hmm. sure that you know, kind of like kind of like the way you you, you are it's about continuously learning and 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 making sure that you're growing as a team. Yes. Nice. Uh, and, and, and so um, one of the things I, I, that, that, uh, that, that kind of got us together today was you have a story about a team that you're a part of that you think is a, a high-performing team or the best team you've been on in your life. Uh, will you tell yep. us about that team?
1: Sure. Um, I'd say I'm a big fan of the team I'm working with now mm-hmm. because what I am today... Like, I'm not saying that I become a great person or a great personality today, but what changed in me, the, the attitude towards continuously improving, exploring, this all came up with a group of folks which I have worked with. Mm-hmm. Um, if, to start, I started my uh, IT industry journey as a QA tester when I'm not very much interested in it. And uh, one of generous managers came to me saying that um, if you're not finding interest in it, just try to do, just to try to find your passion. I said, okay, take some time. I took uh, one week to 10 days and there is something going on within our teams, like Agile transformation. Everybody is saying, let's do Agile, uh, High Motive. Okay. And I started learning about Agile and learning the new stuff because mm-hmm. new is always exciting. <laughs> so... <laughs> So uh, that's how I started and I used to spend a lot of time like work hours here in India is eight to nine hours for companies and I sit in the office I don't have a girlfriend that's the good part (laughs) 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 and uh, I used to spend 14-15 hours in the office and I stay away from home too so no bothering mom (laughs) so 14-15 hours in the office try to understand how the things go and and behind that 14 to 15 hours in the office, the managers or the folks, business analysts from the US healthcare client I work with, they are very generous. They used to sit with me, give me directions, send me materials, which really helped me a lot to become a better person. Likewise, there is already a scrum master who is sitting in there in the team. And that lady used to help me up, do this, do that. This is how we need to go. This is how you need to go. And every time she used to ask me, do you really know why you're doing it? Or if you feel like this is not your interest or this is not something you're interested in, you can always be what mm-hmm. so it 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 started like that. And then when I, uh, I got an opportunity when I completed my CSM certification and a few other certifications and got some good hands on in the CLM tool we work with, when yeah. I started as myself as a scrum master, and I'd say I'm just one year old IT experience guy. And <laughs> I started as a scrum master and, the group of folks I work with, they are 60 years old, 65 years old with 30, 35 years of experience in the industry. They're well-versed with the code, coding, and all the other stuff. So the, the hesitation I have in, my, in myself during the first few days is like, um, can I say something or no? Because yeah. they know much better than me. That's the opinion in my mind. And those scrum masters used to come back to me and that lady used to come to me and say that you are given a role. You have to do that. I mean, don't yeah. worry about it. We learn. So I started from there and the way our, my team works or I saw the team is working, they're continuously improving. Something is coming up. Some new guy is coming to you as a group like 10, 11 members team and someone is coming up saying, hey, I thought this may work for us and let's do something in a way too. They'll listen to you. They'll spend time with you. Yeah. That's the best thing I have seen there. And that, motivated me to learn or to do something good for my team. Because when I say this is my team, it's my team, it's my family. So I have to bring something new for my team and something which is interesting, something which is surprising. So I, I, that really motivated me a lot. Had it been not this team, had it been some other team, I'm not really sure if I can be the same Scrum Master or I'll be still end up doing something else in my life.
0: So, so, so these people yeah. are, are really like family. You're spending as much Absolutely. as 15 hours a day with each other. Uh, you're, you're getting a lot of help from other people, like this this more experienced Scrum Master you mentioned. And there's a yeah. really wide age range, like you know everything mm-hmm. from younger people in their 20s, like you, I think, uh, to people mm-hmm. in their 60s who have uh, a lot of experience working at United. What's it like working with people? Uh, with, with such a wide age um, range.
1: I'd say it is kind of a little bit frightening when I started <laughs> it. it's scary uh, within my heart, within myself. But when I found, I mean, when I started working with them, I found it really very interesting. And you learn a lot from them. Uh-huh. So I'd say one thing, like work is not always work. When you love the work you do or do the work you love, work is just another thing in your day like something interesting you are doing in your day-to-day life. So when I'm interacting with those guys or when I'm seeing them, the way they're doing the work, their way, the way they are interacting with the people, I used to take good, bad, both from them. Like I used to see, Oh, this is something good, which I have learned this is something bad, which needs to be changed. Likewise, when I see them like 60, 65 years of um, age and 30 years of uh, experience in the industry, they are carrying a lot of wisdom and knowledge and, the patience they carry and uh, the excellence they carry, the love towards the other people, the, say the generosity they carry, there are some things I'm really interested in. You I mean, you may be thinking that uh, this discussion is not really very much technical, talking about some project yeah. management stuff or something like that. Yeah. But this is what I learned from the people day-to-day lives. Because you learn, you can learn things like, uh, if you want to learn the project management, I'm not saying that it's easy stuff, but you can learn it. but mm-hmm. things along with what we do in our day to day life along with we boxing ourselves towards um, a box of items or box of um, knowledge we have, you have to take something back to your to your life every day. so that's what I used to do and that's something I really love from that from the folks wherein this i mean i, I the mainframe developer who is like 30 years in the industry, he used to always stretch his hand to help the new, new guys. And even yeah. though he's frustrated, he, he, he'll, he's very much straightforward. And he's frustrated, he'll say that on your face, this is not going to work, why well, you are wasting my time? And he yeah. himself asked me one day, why are we really doing Scrum? I'm not, I don't really understand. And when we went through the Y version of it, we saw that coming our way. And we are really doing good these days.
0: So I'm hearing some some really important words from you, um, patience. Yeah. So you, you're you're on this this really high performing team, and one of the one of the things that people are doing with each other is they're being patient with each other. Uh, when somebody's yep. new and, and, and needs to learn more things, they're, you're giving each other that space. And there's yep. generosity. That's another word you use. So people are are generously sharing what they know with uh, with yep. the younger people or less experienced people, and. And this particular sentence really struck me. He said, love the work you do and do the work you love. And and, and, and tell tell me more about that.
1: Sure. So I'm a big follower of Steve Jobs. And I still remember, I'm not sure if I frame it correctly or not. He said one day that um, one day life will hit you at your head with a brick. Don't lose faith. Right. I really love it. Uh, I mean, when we come back to the same sentence, love the work you do or do the work you love. When I started my journey here as a, I mean, I'd say as a QA tester or mm-hmm. as a scrum master, I don't really love what I do. I'm still exploring because okay. we don't come up. I mean, we are we, not born engineers or we are not born doctors. We we see them interesting. We see them resonating with our interests and um, we see ourselves passionate to do something and we we become what we want to become. So likewise, when we are doing something we really love, like the Scrum Master role is of my interest. I, I grew from nowhere to be a Scrum Master, to be an Agile Coach, I mean, uh, mentoring a team or facilitating the team ceremonies, helping team in adapting uh, engineering practices. So if I'm not interested in what I'm doing, it's just a job to me. Like an eight hours work or nine hours work, afterwards it's my life. So uh, I mean, I, I, I'm often confused with this word work-life balance because yeah. um, work and life, when you love the work, work and life are same to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There is only balance there. <laughs> there is no I, need I to worry about that. this. Yeah, and uh, one, w- one more important thing. who don't love their work, yeah. <laughs> yep. And uh, one more thing I'd like to mention here, there is ups and downs in life at work <laughs> as well. Uh-huh. So when you see some good people coming your way, there are, I don't call, I, I, I'm not really interested in calling people bad, but maybe the perception, maybe their perception, maybe the way they are thinking, maybe the uh, situations where they are in are making them to behave in a way which looks bad to you. Okay. So there are things that are coming up your way which are good, which, is, which helps you grow or which stops you like blockers. You should be ready for all of them. Let's say I have a very bad habit right from when I'm uh, a kid, like when I'm studying in the school, college, when something is not really good, I'll go to write paper. Let's say leadership. In college, it is management. I used to go to them and say that, I see this is not working and these are the things that are not really uh, done well and we have to change it. Uh-huh. And everywhere I I studied, I I, mean, I worked, I feel like it is my own place, my own college, my own school, my own company, because I am part of the family, and right. I want that family to grow. So this is some something which comes to you. I mean, I'm not boasting myself, but this is something which comes to you when you really work what you're. Uh, I mean, when you really love what you're doing. So unless and until you have the real passion to do the stuff in there, you. you I mean, we all need money. We all. More than that, I mean, let, let me ask you one question, Richard. I'm talking too much. <laughs> I'm giving you two options. Like, do you want money, a lot of money, or do
0: you want fulfillment? Uh, you know, of course I want a lot of money. And of course I want fulfillment. I, 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 I would usually go towards fulfillment. <laughs> and and I, I think usually the money takes care of itself absolutely <laughs> so we we always like if you don't love the work you do i see people who
1: are interested in to work in a company where they though they are not getting paid few of my friends though they're not getting paid well they still want to work there they love the yeah. work they do and we always needs leaders or people who are jumping to the leadership with passion just to ensure that the right people who love their work are being uh, properly fed or prop- i mean is given a helping hand to come forward or to grow. So um, saying this, I, I'd like to mention that it's not always what we take from the office. Yes, right. it is what we take from the office, but it is not necessarily what you take in dollars or what you take in rupees. What you take with the fulfillment. Let's say that I am earning nothing here, but I'm taking fulfillment. I, I, I'd say I may not be really happy with not taking... Uh, enough money what I need I'll end up changing the changing to some other company or doing something else but I shouldn't be completely concentrating on what I'm taking back because what you are taking back includes knowledge wisdom your fulfillment along with your money so when you love the work you do you I mean I never even thought of what my High keys, what what I'm getting, what I'm taking, my, I mean, of course my mother takes care of all that stuff. <laughs> I really loved the way I come in and the way I go out. I'm not posting again, I'm saying this again and again, but I used to come at office um, come to office at 5 a.m in the morning, a few times when I, when I have to do something, and I used to go back at um, again 10 or 11 in the evening and I still used to get something in the dream saying that this is something I have forgotten. and I have to do this. I have seen such kind of interest in me to learn and to become a better person. And that's a lot of fulfillment for me. And the perception I carry and the work I'm doing, um, I really loved it. And I really enjoyed doing that. It is something like spending time with your girlfriend. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Though I never had one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Satish, I'm I'm hearing a lot of uh, really important words here. Family, friends, passion, fulfillment, Uh, What can our listeners do to incorporate some of this... I don't know, I think soulfulness is the word that's coming to mind for me. Uh, What can our listeners do to incorporate some of these ideas into their lives or into their work so that they can also have high-performing teams?
1: What I feel, uh, to be frank, is, Richard, uh, we all know answers for the problems we have. We all have solutions within ourselves. When you see that you're doing something, do you really like it? Just try to get the answer for why. Basic why. Why are you doing it? Why do you need to do that? When you have an answer for that, when you are clearly getting an answer for why you're doing it, why your team wants to do it, you are going in the right way. So you mm-hmm. will start adapting and you will start doing things. Like uh, if I have to give an example, um, unfortunately, I see few, one of my friends doing a lot many certifications back to back. And um, he used to send me those screenshots in WhatsApp saying, hey, dude, I completed this certification. Or hey, congrats is something which I usually tell him not to disappoint him. In fact. And when I met him recently, I simply asked him, why are you doing it? And he said, yeah. uh, updating knowledge or gaining knowledge? I said, okay, you're not even giving enough time to implement or to implement what you have learned in your real life. And are you yeah. really gaining from what you're doing? Why are you doing it? and he took some time and he he's not very rapidly doing those these days i think he might have been changed and he's he's he had a conversation with me in phone afterwards and said that yeah i mean i need to i need to implement or make use of the knowledge i have gained before moving to something else this is what i feel like instead of i giving something or giving a sequence of steps i always uh, suggest that It's we who have to understand or explore the answer for why. Maybe as a person or maybe as a team, it's very good when we do it as a team because you get different opinions from different people, different perceptions. And we all will arrive at... I mean, perception is always... I I don't say that perception is away from truth, but perception of me, perception of reality for me and perception of reality for Richard and what is truth may be different. When we sit in a room or sit in a room as a team or sit in a conference hall and discuss and understand what's your perception, what's my perception, I'll understand what is pro and con of my perception and what is useful and not useful from your perception. And we end up finding the truth. We may definitely find the truth or arrive at something which is close to the truth, which is really needed. So understanding the why and understanding the perception and respecting the perception of other and clarifying him and moving towards the truth or something that really works for us is really important for everybody as in as a person or as a team. And that's what I'd say, Richard. All
0: right. So un- understanding your own personal why uh, mm-hmm. and opening up your perception to the why of other people. Why? why, are, What do they want? What, what are they hoping to get? Uh, what's motivating them? That, that's what it's all about. Yep. All right. Um, Satish, how can how can listeners contact you if they'd like to learn
1: more? I am um, available in LinkedIn, Facebook, the same name S A T W S H K M I S C T I Satish Kamisetty, and I'll, my Gmail is also the same first name last name Satish Kamiseti at the rate Gmail dot com. So Great. I'll be available there. I am really happy to learn from you guys and share whatever I know.
0: Thank you so much, Satish. I, I really enjoyed this conversation. Uh, I, I, I've, learned, I've learned quite a bit from, from this conversation. Love the work you do. Do the work you love. Understand your why. Uh, the ideas of the people you work with are like your family. They're like your friends. You get a lot of fulfillment out of these relationships with each other. Thank you again. Thank you so and, much. Um,
1: yeah, if, I mean, if you can give me a couple of minutes' time, I just missed something which I really wanted to say.
0: Sure. What else would you
1: like to add? Um, When you are really stuck in life or when you really think that something is not coming up your way, I'm giving you one simple example from my mentor, which I have learned from my mentor in NLP. Mm -hmm. So, assume that you live for 80 years. Let's assume 80 years? Are sure? Okay. Let's assume it is 80 years. So, (laughs) where are you now? Like 25, 26? Okay. Let's assume it's 30. Remove I mean, subtract this 30 from 80 it is 50 years left 50 into 365 days so that is what you are left to live in this world in this earth so treat the person whoever you meet you, you you may not be even sure that we may meet again or we may not meet again or we have a very limited time here just try to do something good and help people like me to learn learn from each other live a happy life. Always wear a smile in your face. That really keeps the people motivating and um, that really helps us live happily. Thanks a lot. And thanks very much, Richard.
0: Wise words, Satish. Thank you. Hi, friends. Thanks again for listening. And remember, to support this podcast, subscribe to my newsletter at kasparowski.com. See you next time.